Yo, 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 it's the 1409 Podcast. I go by the name of KT. It's your boy, Gualamis World. Hey, man, welcome to episode 145. You know what I'm saying? 145 episodes. 145 and I'm out of your weight class. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> we got a special guest in here. We got Miss Allie Trillian. You know what I'm saying? Hello. Thank you for having me. How you doing? Thank you for letting us have you. Yes. And first and foremost, congrats on 145 episodes. Like, I don't got a sound thing, but hello. That's a big deal. Oh, I got them. I got them for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Round of applause to the 14 minutes. Putting, putting that work in, you know. Round of applause to you, too. You know what I'm saying? You're the Thank host you. of Pretty Banana Podcast. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get into that. Pretty Banana. Uh, We're going to figure out where you yeah. came up with that name and all of that. <laughs> Hey, man, before we do that, we got the intro out of the way. Let's get to the shot, 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 you just went right. Look, you know what? You you can't just go in and take the shot like that, man. I was ready. Come on. Hold on. Right. Now you gotta do another one because we like to let the guests toast. Uh, let me know you gotta what. do a toast first. So, what you want to toast to, Miss Trillia? Let's toast to making this the rest of the year the best year ever and 145 more episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's toast to 145 more episodes and getting no oil of that. What's up, Stacks B? And we got, uh, what is it, Stack SB or Stacks B? Shot, 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 shots. Tony, what's that? What's happening? He said we slow. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I was telling them. Look, oh, hey, I'm trying yeah. to pull my shot. You know, my let's, shot ain't even pulled yet. Yeah. Let's get to it, though. Let's get shot, shot. Oh, that's why I'm in the press. Hold up. Yeah. All right, he's pouring, y'all. Okay. Yum, 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 yum. Delicioso. Okay. All right, shout out to Tony, man. That shit got a hard bite. I don't know if it's Stacks B or Stack SB, but shout out to him. Huh. Let me see that napkin again. Let me see what you got there. Let me see that thing. Uh, uh, Shout out to the shout out to the hundred hundred napkins, you know what I'm saying? Family's trillion in the bill. All right, so we got the shot the way we're gonna do a little bit of trivia. So I don't know what I'm gonna ask you, but I'm about to ask you something. So, but I'm gonna start off with asking you for the right listeners and everything out there. Where are you from? I'm from New York City, but I live in New Jersey. All right, what borough? What borough, New York? Are you from? Mostly the Bronx. I lived in every borough except Staten Island. BX. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me let me see what kind of trivia I got for you. All right. My trivia for you is since you live in New Jersey, what is the name of the mall that's near MetLife Stadium? MetLife. I don't even know. I've never been there. Is it? It's not Palisades Mall. Oh God. Don't make me look dumb on here. I don't be. It's right I beside. Everywhere I go in Jersey, to be honest, except for, a, I do show. It's a new mall right beside MetLife Stadium. You know she don't shop in malls, man. She trillion. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, uh, I actually haven't been in that mall. Uh, it's called. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. You got Lifeline, Stack, Stacks SB. You know, you know the name of this mall. Oh yeah, there we go. American Dream. American Dream. Yeah. Oh, American Dream. Yeah. I went there a couple weeks ago. That shit crazy. I so. pass it on the highway all the time, but I've never been there. 
it's just a plain white building from the outside, but you go inside, it's like, dang. It's an American dream. Yeah, it's the American dream. They got that water park in there, and then they got a... A water park in the mall? Yeah, they got water park in the mall, then they got roller coasters in there. They got an amusement park, Nickelodeon amusement park in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to go there for my son's birthday. It's today, but he's in Florida with his family. He went to Disney World. Oh, hey, since it's your son's birthday? Everybody! I need to burn it on a drink, but it's a Listen, I'm going to go to sleep after this, so I can drink the whole thing. I'm going to have to go to my reserve at the, when I run out of that. So for so shout out to Nickelodeon Studios. Shout, shout out to uh, Stax SB uh putting us on game. <laughs> Got trivia out the way. So let me let me ask you this. What are three things people may not know about you? Mm, that um I'm very sweet. Um, I would really give a liver to a stranger if they needed it. Um I don't like to say no. So I don't put my position self in positions to say yes often because I don't I hate saying no to people. And um I'm I, I think I'm intelligent. I think so, so I'm and I'm only saying that because I hear often, wow, you are really intelligent and you speak really well. I don't, I don't know what that means, but I guess people think I'm dumb. I'm not. They feel like you can't have the beauty and the brains, you know. You only could yeah. get one. <laughs> and when I get my boobs done, I don't know what they're going to do next. You getting the boobs done. <laughs> I want to. Shout, shout out to getting the boobs done. Let me. <laughs> By the next episode, I'll have them. <laughs> By the next episode, all right. You be healed and everything. Yeah. I don't know about you. You got to rub some cocoa butter on them scars. <laughs> you got my back. You got my you got, back. You got to rub some Crisco on that. On that. <laughs> Crisco. Not it's the Lord. Like for real, for real. <laughs> you got you to rub that Crisco on there, man. That is- <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no Crisco, man. <laughs> No Crisco. You get that. You, yeah, I put no that Crisco. Crisco on there, man. That make it heal faster. <laughs> I guess you According know to experts, the expert is me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that's where we at with that. For sure, for sure. All right. So you said you don't like putting your putting yourself in positions where you say no. So my next question <laughs> is, are you gonna sing for us tonight? Sing. <laughs> Lord. I could say maybe. Ah, that's not a no. She's intelligent. That's another thing. <laughs> the loopholes. Oh, man. All right. So what was it like growing up in all the boroughs that you grew up in? The four <laughs> out of five boroughs. <clears throat> right. Um, it was interesting because I was born in Queens, New York. Uh, I grew up in Virginia for 11 years, but I lived in New York City 21 years. I'll be 33 this year. And I lived in Jersey since 2019. So do the math. It's a lot of math. But um, it was interesting because in Virginia, people used to bully me because I stood out. I wasn't black enough, but I also wasn't white enough. Right. And by looking at me, you could kind of see what I'm talking about. And um, I was like so happy to leave Virginia because I saw that there were a lot of Spanish people or Latin looking people, biracial people in New York City. And it was the same bullshit. Um, then I encountered a new problem. I didn't speak Spanish good enough. 
So I wasn't black enough, I wasn't white enough, and I wasn't Spanish enough. So it made me the kind of woman who just gravitates toward, gravitates towards people who are just very open-minded, very free, have different perspectives, love to you know travel, eat different kinds of food because I never fit in with my own people. So I just go, you know, wherever I'm welcome. Is here's a question. Is that like a <clears throat> a northern thing? I don't know, man. Like the colorism. Cause we had a guest, he's from the DMV area. And uh, we did an episode on colorism and he was talking about the same thing. You know, he's light skinned. He was like, you always got bullied or picked on because he wasn't black enough. <clears throat> so is that just cause I'm I mean, we're from the south. I mean, it's colorism, but it's like in a joking way. You mm -hmm. know, nobody is revoking your black card because you're light skinned. You know, we might make light skinned jokes and dark skinned jokes, but it's all in fun and games. Right. I, I never in my life and experience growing up, KT, I, I'm pretty sure you could say the same. Like we never experienced like colorism on that level. I think it's oh sorry, go ahead. No, nah, I know we just got called like African Buddhist graduates and shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's because, well, I'm gonna assume maybe it's just because you you're y'all are leaning towards a certain look. Y'all look black like black men, you know, and I think when you're light skin with certain features or hair textures. It's just, what the, what are you? And then, you know, I think for me, the term colorism and racism, it comes from the home. Like my mom and, and my family, I was encouraged to stay on the sunny side of the street. Like I, I was in the step team, I was in choir and I like being black in my home was, was celebrated. I never looked at someone and said, oh, I don't like her cause she's, too light. I don't like her because she's too dark. I just didn't like you because you were a bitch. Like, I didn't realize that it was you were that and that. So, yeah. I think the worst I ever uh, was like picked about or talked about. They told me I dressed like a white boy when I was coming up, but you know I just told them I had swag, sauce, dapper. That's what okay. it was. You know what I'm saying? I was dapper. <laughs> you know, I got I got a perfect song for that. Hold on, 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 hold on. Uh, you just we just do random stuff on here, so I gotta do it. I got the song for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got the song for you. you ready? Yeah, man. You so I'm ready. I don't know. So, <laughs> all the pretty girls stand up. All the pretty boys stand up. Pretty boys. Is my sway sway. All the girls are on me. Damn. Every pay attention. This right here is my pretty boy sway. Oh, yeah, I have, I have a little pretty boy swag going on back then. You know? Get out the way. That's why. But yeah. Yeah, colorism is is real, but I never really experienced like that other than what I said. People are making little jokes, not nothing on a serious level. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not where we from in South Carolina. We're not, we're not dealing with nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's interesting. Well, when I was 20 Two, twenty-three. Um, <clears throat> I yeah, accompanied bro, a, a, like a year ago. <laughs> no, like ten years, <laughs> ago, <laughs> years ago. Uh, <laughs> I wish I know. I, I stay like this because I don't surround myself with drama. So there you go. And my, I might be an X-Men. You know they don't age. But no, I went on a country tour. We were in Mississippi and Alabama, and it was like a lot of white people. It was a country music tour. 
Okay, it was like Hillbilly Central. And it was like fucking amazing. I don't know if I could curse here, but it was amazing. I had so much fun. And I have been, I've been to hip hop shows and all that stuff. And I'm, I'm like, you know, this is lit. I mean, the, the country tour, the country music groupies were like on, to the, on, a, on a, another level. Like, I'm not even gonna stay or unless I can. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I was like, all my life I grew up like people kind of hating me for them not knowing what I was. And I had so much fun on this country music tour. It was with Colt Ford. The Lax, Bubba Sparks was there, throwback. <laughs> it was fun. Bubba. <laughs> they played oh. this new booty on that thing. I was like, okay. <laughs> they had that Bubba Sparks playing. I know they had the Bubba Sparks now. With the, with the, no see dough with the Bubba Sparks. I know they ain't had the Bubba Spars now. Nah. I swear, it's somewhere on YouTube. <laughs> 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 hey, Stack said, yeah, Fali Colombia, and Venezuela. That's what's up, man. We hey, man, you got ties. That's like, you know what he talk about, SC, with Clio. Well, how you know about Clio? <laughs> Clio is in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Hey, my boy know everything. Yeah, you know about Clio. I ain't gonna talk about the people from Bennisville. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just joking, man. I'm just joking. That's what's up, though, man. <laughs> oh, for sure. So, uh, would you say, uh, like, would you say colorism and just being the one that stand out was one of the like most difficult things you had to overcome in life? Um. No, explaining it has been an interesting challenge for people to say I haven't experienced adversity or any kind of hardships because of my skin color. And um, because of my age, I, I think I'm ready to handle it. Also, shout out to the book Emotional Intelligence 2.0 um, for helping me learn how to process my emotions as they happen and not be lashing out and, and project because yeah. responding, even though you're being attacked in an angry way, is still projecting. So, you know, it, it's. That's that's my long answer. Oh, let she no, but it's 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 become a challenge in different ways. All right, so coming up, you say you was back and forth. I mean, you was in Virginia for eleven years, and you came back to New York. And mm -hmm. what was it like when you got back to New York? At what age was that? Uh, I was eleven and a half, eleven ish. Uh -huh. 12, 11, 12. Um, oh, you start to you start to smell yourself as the old people would say down here. Well, you know, well, you get about 11, you training bra. <laughs> hey y'all. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> right, so. Well, I was about to say just for me, but I'm pretty sure you didn't do the perms. You had your little just oh, for yeah, me no. in there swing it, you know. <laughs> nah, this is uh just letting it air dry. So I didn't I didn't need to get a perm, but I learned um, how to stick up for myself. Being a New Yorker, living in Virginia actually helped me because the girls in Virginia will show up at your door to fight you. They will go, ding dong, bitch, come outside. In New York, it was more, it was more talking and then like waiting. It was a little calculated. Let's get a group together. And within that whole process, a bitch had time to escape, you know? <laughs> so uh I was prepared in a way and kind of tough dealing with a Southern gangster because it's just, the hoods are different everywhere. But I had to continually like have my, my wall up. It's, it's not easy growing up 
in the hood and it's not easy being pretty and speaking how I speak. I've always talked this way. Um, I dropped out of college. So college didn't teach me to speak this way. My mom, you know, always had a job at a bank and, you know, I'm, I'm sort of the mirror image of her. She was a very classy woman. I never heard her yell. She never even yelled at me when she was mad. So yeah, it was, I learned how to be tougher and in exchange, I can hold my own, so to speak, and, and encourage other women to do the same without being too masculine. You know what I think about uh, the DMV area, Virginia and all that? I'm going to tell you, they, they're in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. So the South, we don't claim Virginia. They be like, when they up there, they'll tell y'all they Southerners. We don't claim they ass. No, it's true. <laughs> yeah, and but, I was in Norfolk. Yeah. And see, when they down here, they claim to be Northerners. So the Northerners don't claim them either. So they in the middle, and nobody like they ass, so they just don't like everybody because nobody like them. That's all they do. There you go. <laughs> well, they, call that the Civil War. they call them battleground states or something. <laughs> well, motherfuckers, motherfuckers met up there to fight. <laughs> Nobody don't care about y'all. We're gonna destroy y'all hometown. Fuck that. No, it's true. People are like, you're not from the South. And I'm like, but New York is south of, I mean, Virginia south of New York. But I mean, you're kind of right. It's kind of a northern mm-hmm. state. And yeah, whatever. It ain't the South. That's why they made up their own little thing, the DMV. <laughs> Hey, yeah. I, I was Virginia though. I rock, I rock with Virginia. You know I ain't got no problem with Virginia. If anybody got a problem with me from Virginia, then I got I, I can have a problem, but I don't have no problem with Virginia. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I met some cool people from yeah, there, but I'm just I'm, I'm I guess I'm talking about like the culture as a whole. Cause like if you like when you hear about the culture, it's kind of like weird. You know, like if you ever like been there, party there and did stuff, it's still kind of like weird. You like in a limbo between like all right y'all need to figure out who y'all are you know what i'm saying it's kind of like they still trying to figure out if they want to be southerners or northerners hey since we're talking about northerners and all that did y'all see that versus battle (laughs) versus the world oh my god i was in here screaming i was like cheering like he's amazing i've always loved jadakiss jadakiss is one of those artists that I've always listened to like I, I I don't really follow social media like I don't watch TV like that um so I heard of the verses I think the day before it was gonna happen and I was I always listened to Jada and the logs and good love by she Gluch is like my one of my favorite songs that's been on my playlist forever so I they they're, they always been on rotation in my house so to see them fucking kill it I wasn't surprised but it was just so they did they went so hard. I was like, oh my God, this is so New York. Like everyone who's not from New York got a, this is a, a, y'all got a full taste of New York City, period. Like there was no better representation. And um, (laughs) the rest of them were, the rest of them were, he he carried, he carried them, uh, Jada carried them. The rest of them was chilling, but Jada. That's why I said Jada versus the world. Yeah, Jada gives us, he didn't give a damn. Yeah. He was knocking bananas off people's heads and everything. I was like, You like how you sound making that noise? Do it again. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's how you do it, right? (laughs) Ah, that ain't it. (laughs) I try try my best, you know. I try it. Yeah. I get E for effort. But yeah, that, that was a that was an energetic. Oh, we got Mr. Travis Davis in the building. Shout out to uh, Mr. Doctor Travis. Davis. Hey, what's up, Travis? Pure yeah. money. Shout out to Travis. He's an amazing guy. 
Hey, I was gonna say this like later. Money, Peter. Yeah, like my money, Pierre. I was gonna say this later in the episode, but we we have an event coming up in Houston, and Dr. Travis Davis will be there along with just ask Andy and Miss Solutions by TJ. We'll be covering government contracting, how to get the correct business structure, how to establish business credit, and we'll also be talking about how to make up to ten thousand a month or more by becoming a notary signing agent. So then. Did y'all hear what he said? Okay, you need you need to run it back when we finish. For That's sure. a big deal. In Houston, in Houston, it's gonna be in person, and we're gonna have virtual tickets. The uh, in person tickets are selling already. They're gonna they're gonna run out. So if you listen to this and you in the Houston area, you don't even have to be in Houston. It's virtual too. What's mm-hmm. going on? Podcast dot com. You know what I'm saying? Copy. Get your tickets, man. Get your tickets. We call it the Wealth Conference. You know what I'm saying? Everybody buying them like. Wealth. Yeah, people buying them like two at a time. It's crazy, man. They uh, that's what's up. They uh, I guess they taking their side piece with them to the uh, to the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the side piece. Why well, can't be the wife? Oh, the wife. The wife. The child. They, no, they taking their side piece because people need passive income. So, <laughs> girl, let me, let me take you. So you know what I'm saying. You can learn about this wealth. Passive income. Around. Oh man, that's, that's that it's gonna be it's gonna be an energetic event full of education and we feeding y'all out there, man. It's gonna it's gonna be lit for sure, for sure. And you feeding them, that's love. Real love. I mean, if you're virtual, we're not feeding you. We just feeding you with your knowledge if you're it's virtual. But if you come to the in person, you're getting fed <laughs> with food and knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Oh, yeah. See, we get these net thirties going. See, he know a little something. He know a little something about establishing the business credit. You know what I'm saying? He 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 on he on the right path for sure with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Miss Miss Trillion. All right, so where did you come up with the name Pretty Banana Podcast? What 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 was your thought process when you came up with this podcast? So I I knew I didn't want to use my name, but I wanted to have something in there that I felt um represented me. And the word pretty was kind of the word. I feel like I'm pretty uh, for who I am on the inside and the out. So it seemed like the perfect word. And then my, I knew for a fact my, my podcast was going to be about my relationships, my past, my current dating, uh, just whatever I've gone through. So I, I thought of dicks and the, the original phallic symbol for, for penis was a banana. So I'm like, pretty banana sounds really good. And I, that's how it was born. Within seconds, my man was just pretty banana, and then I was it. So yeah. Do you say the banana is a symbol for a penis? The well, yeah, the banana is the original phallic symbol before eggplants were. So now it's eggplant. But back in college, when I was there for those what three semesters, we I learned the word phallic symbol. I had never heard. I was like, what is a phallic symbol? I think it was a. Yeah, I've never heard of it either. Yeah, so it, it's a it's a look up the real definition. Phallic P H A L I C symbol. It's uh, like like for instance donuts or the peach like like the ass. So those are phallic symbols, things that represent something sexual. I guess so. The banana represents the ones with the curve, and uh, eggplant represents shit that don't got a curve. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how it tra- transition. It sounds like maybe you. I could have y'all on my pa- podcast. And we can transition between the 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 banana and the eggplant. I don't know if you if you want to be the banana the eggplant, but you pick, and then we'll go from there. You know the original phallic symbol of the ass is actually the heart. 
That's okay. why, like the the heart shape is not like the shape of a heart, like the natural the natural heart that's in your body. It actually resembles a woman bending over. Okay, I can see that because that's how mine look. Makes sense. Yeah. What's up? What's up? <laughs> so happy Valentine's Happy Valentine's Day. Can we do a shot? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still drinking down. Yeah, I, I see you. I should have got a cup because I'm like too obvious with it. But, you we both we both busters and blunt on here. Listen, they came, came at the uh, statue in the Washington Monument is a phallic symbol. Okay, they they mentioned something about that on Family Guy. I ain't being funny or nothing, but they did mention that about the uh, Washington Monument and the uh, U.S. Capitol is like a a titty with a nipple on it, a big nipple. You know what I'm saying? There you go. A, a giant boob. That's how they said it on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, hey man, Stax. I see Stacks B been spitting some knowledge, man. He been dropping some hey, knowledge. Hey, Stax, we'll see you like next week or something, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh shit. Uh oh. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. All right, you dropped the top to the bottom. I know what you did. Hey, you a pro. <laughs> you are a pro. That's exactly what's up. That means you gotta finish that tonight. You can't put the top back on that thing. <laughs> Okay, it's fine. fine. No, I'm just messing with you. I'm, I'm going to start making some phone calls, though, once I get halfway through. All right, we're going to take this. Shot, 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 I already shot, took my shot, shot man. We're taking another one? Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yo, yo. Uh, you ain't got to bribe me. So what, what, uh, you came up with this name, Pretty Banana, but what originally inspired you to make a podcast, you know, like? I listened to some of them. You got some pretty interesting topics. The good bitch witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what, what inspired you to make a podcast? So I can't put my finger on exactly what inspired me other than me just liking to talk a lot and express myself freely. There was something before that, but I don't remember because years ago I had a friend um, who was like, yo, we should start a podcast together. And I was like, yeah, we would look so good because you're like, you're like a street dude who turned his money legal and, you know, you whatever. And then I'm like, I used to be kind of like that, but I went to school and I have a little education and we just going to look good together. And we're going to, and it never happened. He got busy. Um, it's a long process when you turn things into, you know, something the government is going to see as real and you, you get your shit together. It takes a while. So I still had it in my heart that I wanted to do it. And um, the pandemic happened. And I had started recording a few episodes uh, in 2020. Most of them I've taken down. And um, I didn't have any pandemic problems. No one around me was, and and this is kind of a trigger warning for anyone, and and I'm just applying this to myself, but no one around me was really dying. My rent wasn't in a position that it was behind. Um, nothing really about my life had changed other than my son really missed being in school with his friends. So that, that was just the only thing. And I had like guy problems and just shit that really didn't matter because of the pandemic. And I just felt like it was an outlet for me to vent and not feel selfish and bother my friends whose family members and coworkers were dying. Honestly, like I, felt horrible about it. I went into a little bit of a depression 
kind of being an empath and, and, and being that person people could talk to, but I had no one to talk to about boys, so to speak. And I'm like, fuck it, you know, I'm gonna just do my podcast. I'm gonna stop bothering my friends. I feel really selfish. This is stupid. Um, and, and that's kind of how it started, but I had the idea forever and, you know, God's timing is God's timing. And I'm slowly moving up in the podcast game. I'm, people are noticing me. I didn't do it for people to notice me. I didn't even think it was good or bad. I just, you know, I kind of grew up an only child and I just do whatever. And if you like it, you like it, you don't, you don't. And here I am. Here you are. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah. man, hey, that pandemic showed uh, a lot of people a side of them that wasn't there or something that they were just dreaming of working on or just had plans to work on and never had the time. The pandemic really gave us the time and the space to like really like create new revenues of everything, really. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So big ups to COVID-19 and COVID Delta. <laughs> That's how I feel. And it, it's very insensitive for people who are not feeling that way. But that's how I feel. And um, I just felt embarrassed to share that I was kind of like COVID was a blessing for me. You know, an aunt of mine did pass away, but she was sick as she was so sick, you know, and she was so strong. So I was like, you know, this woman was the original diva. She was like the Beyonce in my life. And I'm not, I, you know, she's never going to want me to feel bad about anything I do. So I, I felt like uh at peace with that and i i just felt like this was a blessing for me but it was i was embarrassed to share what you just said big yeah. ups to covid i was embarrassed to share it and yeah again that's how the podcast was created well we bold boisterous and blunt you know what i'm saying we say how it is but like you said not to take away from people who actually you know what i'm saying lost and had casualties and tragedies because of covid but at the same time we don't want to like Every cloud has a silver lining, as they say. So you don't always want to look at the negative behind something. But because uh, COVID showed me a lot more about myself, you know what I'm saying? It gave me the space and opportunity to do stuff I wanted to do. Like, I've been doing music for years, but I wanted to, like, go to school to really broaden my education. Like, COVID opened up that opportunity for me. So yeah. I can't, like, like you said, I don't want to, like, take away from the people that did lose or had losses during COVID. But at the same time, it was a... Uh, a great opportunity for opportunists. I would say that if you were an opportunist, you took the opportunity during that time. They say the worst thing you want to give an opportunist and a creative is space and time. And that's what COVID gave us. Absolutely. Like I was working in real estate since 2019 and I'm transitioning now to be more of an investor. Um, I don't really want to be a realtor um, anymore. Really. I, I kind of want to do the investing and buy shit, but I went to real estate school last year <laughs> during the pandemic. I was inspired to go because there was nothing else to do. So um, I also got my pre-license to sell life insurance during the pandemic. So 2020 was was a busy year for me. I was doing a lot of different things. Like I'm, I'm, I'm an opportunist. So yeah. hey, you a hustler. You a hustler, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but in my bio, I put I have I bring nothing to the table. I bring nothing to the table. Just disclaimer. I don't want to have those conversations. But I'm a, I'm a hustler deep down. I'm a hustler, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I, I, look, since we uh drinking on the show, I don't want to get too serious. But let's uh let's take a shot. You know, you got to pour out for for the lost ones. Let's take a shot for the, for the ones that were lost during the COVID. Okay. 
<clears throat> I feel like that that's a good disclaimer for us. Mm -hmm. I just let my mouth fill with liquor until it feels like a shot, and then I swallow. Those are the best shots. Yeah, I think that's a good measurement to have. Hey, so real estate thing i'm actually getting into real estate myself i started working on my real estate license the texas real estate license which uh, in texas it's 180 hours of pre-license requirements that's the most out of any state by i mean texas is a huge state you think that's why i don't think that's why but this is crazy it's like 6 30 hour courses i'm on the third one now so you see where I'm at with it. That was <laughs> <laughs> he cheated. That wasn't a shot. <laughs> you or me? Well, was it Guala or was it was it KT? We won't even have our names up. Hold That's on. crazy. Yeah. No, it, it, the names come off when you down. Did it? Oh, up. okay. There we go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I'm working on mine too. So I'm be getting in the real estate game real soon, like full, full fledged, not full fledged, but you know. What do you know about real estate? Do you know what kind of what your um, demographic is, you know, the market, like. I know it's a seller's you market. You have a mentor set up. You have a, a brokerage you want it, you're interested in. No, once I get cl close to finish with all six of these pre-licensed courses, then I, uh, what, I reach out to a brokerage that I can get a uh, affiliate with that brokerage because I'm going to need that to have an active license. But I'm going to, it's going to take me uh, at least a few more weeks to finish all these classes. Cause it's a lot of information, but I'm definitely I'm definitely learning a lot, and I know it's a seller's market right now. Like property value is going up like crazy since last year. Property value, like where I am right now, and in other I'm places. A, I'm about to drop. I ain't even in real estate, but I'm gonna tell you why property values went up because of the it's government. Here. The government uh not letting uh people being able to go into foreclosure, but that shit is about to end. And when that shit in, it's going to like the housing market is kind of going to level off again. Watch. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's up and down um, over here in Jersey and in New York. I will say for everyone, it, it's negotiable. The market is negotiable. This, is a, this is a double shot. This is a double shot glass. <laughs> this is not just a single shot, man. You want me That's to feel a big ass shot glass. Yeah, like what? What is it? Man, look, I'm going to pour this thing on camera so you can see how long it takes to fill this up. Look at this, man. Look, <laughs> look, look, you want me to take this whole shot? Hey, take it easy, man. Take Ooh, it easy. Look at that. I'm not drinking that, man. I'm not drinking that as a shot. <laughs> take it easy, man. You ain't want to. You got to make it through the episode. <laughs> right. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> definitely real estate is, is where, where I'm going. Or making things happen as well. But I asked that question because uh, I don't even know the word right now, but there's an affordable housing crisis, it, you know, and it has gotten worse. And I say that because I'm, I'm curious if you're having people in mind who, you know, are in the lower, the income scale, maybe they have, I don't know if you're going to jump into rentals people who have Section 8, people who are trying to hop out of, of shelters and find permanent housing, people who um, are coming out of jail and looking for housing. It's hard for people with low budgets and, and backgrounds to find housing in America, and those people are us, stereotypically. So that's why I ask. 
Yeah, it's definitely, but yeah, you you can't you you can't discriminate just off race, but you can discriminate based off of the some of the other things you said as far as finances and the uh, background. So yeah, it's yeah, just just I don't because I, I don't know anything about Texas. I mean, I have a friend that lives in Texas, and he says there's no poor people there. That it's expensive. There's no government assistance really. It's a Republican state. Um, I I don't know. I've never been there. So there's, there's poor people everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> I, I agree, but I mean, it, it is a lot. It is a, a lot of affluent people in Texas. I would say that. I don't know if it's because of the size or like how their uh, government handles like taxes and stuff like that. But it is a lot of affluent people in Texas. I would say that. But it's like KT said, it's poor people everywhere. Yeah, it's rich people everywhere too. But yeah, it's poor people everywhere. So I wouldn't say that there's not any poor people there's not any assistance there's assistance for sure you know they just extended uh where you can't evict your attendance and things like that they just work okay yeah because i don't know anything poor but you know they they might be going through some things where they they can't come up with that fund those funds at that time Mm -hmm. everything's bigger in texas And, and on that note, <laughs> yeah, I want to visit. I keep hearing amazing things about Texas. I hear there's a lot of wealthy men out there, too. And, you know, I'm hypergamous, so what's up? She, look, she looking for a zaddy. <laughs> That's how y'all say it, zaddy. I don't, I don't say that, but I'll say yeah. yeah. Just for the <laughs> How you feel about being a sugar baby? Um... <laughs> I would say <laughs> it's not for everybody, but if you're going to choose to have a certain lifestyle, then you have to live a certain way. That's over with at the end of the month in NJ. Yeah, I don't even know. But um, yeah, it's. I would say it's not for everybody. I cannot be the poster child for being a sugar baby because everyone's different. A lot of people associate it with sex work. Um, I personally do not sleep with anyone. Um, I'm still in the vetting process and in relationships, you transition into sex. I want to, you know, I want to be intimate with you. Orgasms are fun, but it has to be right. I have to feel safe. You know, there's women who are, I think, desperate looking for money. I don't, I've provided a lifestyle for myself to where, okay, I don't really need you. I want you. So you've got to want me back. And we've got to have this arrangement and we both have to know what what we want from this because I could be replaced and so can you. So that's where I'm at with it. Um, and then to deal with a man of a certain status, you know, it's, it's just it's not for everyone. And, and men have emotions. And when men have money, sometimes it's like dealing with a whole a whole nother kind of beast, you know, because they could pay for everything. And it's like, chill down, like slow down, relax. Let's have a conversation. But Man, listen, man. That, <laughs> that, that, that sacred energy exchange is something different, man. That's a different. Yeah, I don't just sleep with everyone. I, you know, I'm on Clubhouse moderating sugar baby rooms and staying in the audience to hear what other people have to say in other rooms. And it's not, it's not one face for the entire brand. Everyone has a different goal in life. And it's like, if you want to be with somebody, regardless of the tax bracket, because you need a place to live and you're in a desperate situation and you need money, 
that's going to be the outcome of that is most likely going to be disastrous. So as a woman, you have to have certain things for yourself and treat yourself a certain way and love yourself a certain way and, and attract what you want. And, it, and that doesn't have to be sugar daddy. It could just be a man who is a provider and, you know, is in the seven figure range. Or it could be a man in the six figure range who with you is going to. What about the five figure range? <laughs> You got to ask for the average man in America. (laughs) So listen, (laughs) uh, how do I go about this? Can we just cut in in for a second and talk about this? (laughs) Because I feel like I have an episode kind of about this. It's called Broke Men Belong in the Friend Zone. And I wouldn't say 60,000, 70,000 is broke. I mean, it's not how much money you make. It's how much money you keep. And I know a lot of broke men in 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 luxury cars, <laughs> you know, and and I, a wealthy man in a Honda. You know, I, in, in real estate, I work with a lot of Jews. They have these horrible cars, and they and they're showing blocks and blocks and blocks of buildings they own. So it's not about how much you make; it's about how much you keep. So you could be happy with a man making forty thousand dollars. You just got to be able to handle what that lifestyle is going to come with, and do do you on the um on the side and build you up. I personally feel like if I'm a woman and I want to be with a man who has a certain income, I have to be the woman that that man is going to want. What am I doing for me that a man even wants me that has that amount of money? And if I'm with a man who doesn't have the amount of money I want, then how are we going to get there? That's an option too. How are we going to get there? If we're both making 50 grand a year and we love each other and we want to be with each other and we're like, okay, we're going to do this. You're not going to leave me, right? You're not going to leave me, right? We're a team, right? That has to be a conversation because it's very risky to be with somebody who doesn't have what you want. However, you can you can build it together, but that's a choice. If I don't want to build with a man, I don't think that should be something that's looked down on because I have no problem with being friends with a lot of men <laughs> who are not millionaires. We can be friends. We can build the most beautiful friendship while I'm doing what I need to do and also while you're doing what you need to do, whether it's with a woman sexually or whether it's in, you're in a relationship or I'm not even thinking about sex. I'm thinking about I need to get where I need to be. And if you cannot take me there, we can still love each other and be friends. And if I you feel like I can't be that for you, I can't be that support system, that's fine. We don't need to X each other out. We can be friends and do our own thing on the side. And if God willing, we're supposed to be together, I'd fuck it. I would have established myself to be the woman that owes, owns mad property, trillion enterprise. And you would have built yourself to be this man that owns that, that. And we spent so much time loving without conditions and just being friends that we connect. But I don't I don't condone struggle relationships. So if that is what people think, I feel like that's what people really want and are mad at when they hear about sugar babies. They 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 really want you to be in a struggle ass relationship. You know? I have a I have a son. You might not want to be with a woman who has a kid, and that's fine. But I might not want to be with a man who only makes 90000 a year. And that's fine, too. We, we do not have to hate each other, judge each other, but we can still be friends. So basically, mm-hmm. the, the income ratio got to be together. You ain't got to have that six figures, but as long as that, that the income ratio is together, they can you can be that sugar baby or not you specifically, I'm saying, but uh, you know what I mean? What? listen man you know you said in so many words what i be telling people and they be looking at me crazy 
Like, man, people don't marry for love. Marriage is a fucking business contract. And basically what you just explained is you don't got your fucking business together. I don't want to be with you because your business ain't together. Yeah, well, we don't. They be be looking at me like I'm crazy for saying that. Like, you don't marry somebody because you you can. I I say this all the time. Love is an emotion. You can train yourself to feel an emotion, and you can train yourself not to feel an emotion. Mm -hmm. So you can learn to love somebody, and you can learn to love somebody. But you don't marry because you so desperately. I love this person. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? You can learn to love somebody else. Marriage is a fucking business contract, Mm -hmm. and that's why people marry. That money gonna break your face out. It's uh, I sprayed it with lysol. <laughs> she sprayed it with she sprayed it with microband. It's definitely gonna break your face out. You sprayed it with lysol. <laughs> I had a plan. I do this. I did this on another show, and uh, my face didn't break out. It's actually getting clear. But thank you for caring, because you're right. If I didn't think this through, <laughs> she sprayed right. that thing with microband. Microband. Keep uh, disinfected for 24 hours. <laughs> I cleaned it. It's. I got- this can't be spent. This cannot be spent. It's just beautiful. I got another question about sugar babies because I, I I saw it somewhere that made me think of asking you. Uh, do you feel like a sugar baby? You feel like the age thing is really the really requirement. So if a, a sugar a sugar daddy has to be an older person, do you feel like that's a necessity? No, uh, <laughs> I think sugar daddy is. Also, a, a, a like a wordplay situation or sugar mama. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're looking to provide a lifestyle, it, it's ageless. But just you know, stereotypically, older men are more established. However, there are twenty year olds who are established more than a sixty year old these days. But the chances of that are rare. But I mean, most are old. But when I met my son's father, I wouldn't necessarily call him a sugar daddy. But if we're kind of doing wordplay, then I guess he was my sugar daddy. And he provided me with whatever I needed. And I never had a bill and I had an allowance. And yeah, <laughs> but I never called him my sugar daddy. And, and, and our relationship when we met came very natural. And I, I never really needed anything. And I didn't ask for anything either. Um, and he is I'm eight years older than me. So I was 25 and he was like 30 something. And he wasn't 60, you know, he wasn't 50. He was in his 30s. So an established man who wants to provide or woman who wants to provide someone with a lifestyle, I would say is a sugar mama or a sugar daddy. Yeah, I had a sugar mama. How was that? Back when I was younger. How was that? It was. was, (laughs) What could you not ask for? How how was it? You got all the perks, man. Listen, I man. Know how was it? I've had friends um, that had sugar mama's guy friends. The uh how was it? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? If I had to rate uh the top on the scale, it's definitely in my top five. You okay. know what I'm saying? The top, you know what I'm saying? You know, she, she showing me some things. You know what I'm saying? That's what's that. up. Yeah. But you learn some things. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> the mentor too. It's a lot of. I think the only people who are like mad about the concept are people who can't afford the lifestyle. That's like being mad at a woman for getting her body done. Why? The, why do you care? I think I it's more you're mad you couldn't afford it. I think people are mad because they ain't been chosen to be in that lifestyle. They haven't been chosen. Like they- if you like, if somebody chose you, like. 
if I don't know any woman who would get mad at a man that'll be like, I'm about to be your sugar daddy. You feel me? And like vice versa. I don't know any dude if a woman be like, I'm gonna be your sugar mama. And they give you the stipulations. I don't even feel like you you ain't gonna turn that shit down. That's basically what happened to me. Like woman said, Yo, I just need you to do A, B, and C. And I'm like, okay. And I'm gonna do this, that, and that. All right, bet. That'll work. And why can't women feel the same way? You know what I'm saying? That's all. That's all. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Casey, okay, that I was just, a side eye. That was like a little side. No, nah, I'm just feeling good. I'm just uh, I'm just soaking in the moment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this man said older women are a different type of freaky. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was smiling, I seen it come across the screen. Look, she put them dentures on the on. <laughs> she put them dentures on the counter. Nah, just... <laughs> oh put them dentures on the nightstand. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> What's up, Tisha? Yeah, I was gonna say something. I forgot. It, it's we freestyling this whole thing. So I, I, if I think of something, y'all said something, and I wanted to say something about it, but I forgot. So hey, it is what it is. We we gonna keep that thing pushing. You know what I'm <laughs> I you know, love the chemistry. It's like we on the we just chilling. Yeah, for, yeah. for sure. We what? best friends. If people, if people don't know, I think people know that by now. But like, we best friends. So. We yeah, just in case you didn't know, we born three days apart too, like yeah. in the same year, in the same hospital and everything. Like what? Um, when did y'all meet? Where? We met like uh 2011. Like we probably met at 19 or 20. Yeah, it was like 2011, 2012 ish. That's awesome. So when's y'all birthday? <clears throat> May 30th. And mine's June 2nd. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Big Gemini shit, you know what I'm saying? You see Gemini media right there, you know what I'm okay. saying? Like when, y'all, like when y'all buy those tickets for that 2021 Wealth Workshop, y'all are paying Gemini media, you know what I'm saying? So you'll see that, you're gonna see it. <laughs> nice. I dated a Gemini and he tried to kill me, but that's okay. Y'all wouldn't do that to me. Hold on, what, what, what month was he born in? <laughs> Really? Yeah. June, she said June. I told you, bro. You you barely made it. You barely, barely, you barely made it, man. I'm telling I'm you, them, I'm all the way in there. Like, no, them June feminized, man. They they something else, man. They make I can't, the rest I can't of, let no one else have this pussy ever die, bitch. They they they, they make the rest of us Gemini's look bad. Yeah, no, I'm, cool, <laughs> I'm cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, like, man, because you you still gotta uh, you know. I think you was born on leap year. We was born on leap year, so in actuality, you would have been born in May. You know what I'm saying? No, I, would, I still would have been born in May. I'm just trying to make sure. I'm put you in May, bro, because you know you don't fit the description of the we rest of the June Gemini. Nah, you gotta put you in May. <laughs> From what I see, the May Gemini's are the are like wow. Nah, oh, so I'm wild, man. I'm cool, calm, and collected, man. I'm, I'm yeah. chilly. Y'all both say y'all cool, calm, and collected. Right. I am. I'll be chilling. Well, yeah, you want to say, uh, you want to say it like that? Boo bomb, collect, collect, dude. Who, me, nah, I'm cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, I'm cool, calm, and collected, though. Uh, I'm cool, calm, and collected, too. We just all be cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, what's your birthday? Yeah. What's your birthday? August 31st. August 31st. Okay, what you got planned? What you got planned? I don't know yet. 
I don't know yet. I cut someone off who had plans for me because he was moving too fast. And one thing I'm not going to do is spend a man's money and not enjoy my spending his money vibe. So I cut him off. Don't let that man drink your bath water. <laughs> he wanted to. But I, I know he would say something like that. How did I know? He, Girl, I drink your bath water. That's what got you right there. Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know how in depth I can go with the story, but I don't have the, the short version. Is I don't know what my plans are yet. I mean, we both busting the blunt. You can go in depth as you want, but you know what I'm saying? No, no pressure. No pressure. Though. I mean, after two dates, after one of our dates, after two, so the second one, he left. Took a while to leave because I was watching him from the window. And he calls me right away. I'm sure he's not home yet. And he's like, I want to date you exclusively. And I was like, you know, I understand I have this effect on people. But Jesus, you're mentioning my son. I don't care if it's positive or not. Don't don't put his name in your mouth. Okay? <laughs> because I could go a year knowing you and you never meet him either. I'm not in a rush. He doesn't need a dad. I'm not a single mother. His father's around. So he was just moving too fast. I'm like, Jesus, what are you trying to hide? What are you trying to like, you know? And then he liked, I, I saw in the short time I known him that he liked to spend a lot of money and it wasn't, it just didn't matter. And, you know, like I said, if I can't enjoy spending it, what's the point? I don't, I don't need to spend someone else's man's money. You know, he wasn't a bad guy. He just wasn't for me. He was just moving too fast. Ain't nothing wrong with a man knowing what he want. You know what I'm saying? Telling me. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm going to see if I still got this message. Because, okay. Cause, but Because if a woman does that to you, it's a red flag. She's clingy. You got a blocker. Got a ghoster. Because, bitch, what you mean? You want to have my kids. And I just took you out tonight. I mean, I just had that effect on people. <laughs> but you wouldn't keep going with it. No, nah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm trolling a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Don't take, okay. don't take me serious in this moment. I'm just trolling. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm not gonna read it, but yeah. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, Fourteen oh nine podcast. He might be listening right now. Right, you've not blocked him. So if you're watching and you're blocked, stop playing with me. Oh no, we have we have one we have one unknown. For, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, you see the people watching your story. Oh, that you know, never seen before. <laughs> that's him. That's him watching your story. The names you never seen before. Yeah, what? yeah. I said, you know how you see the people watching your story on Instagram and you you never recognize that name? That, that's him. <laughs> Lurkers need to pay. If you're going to use me like a subscription, I'm going to need the cash app. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What's uh, your cash app? We can run across the screen one time. <laughs> yeah. I should have put dollar sign. I'm trillion. That's my cash app. Wow. I'm trillion. Go ahead and say dollar sign. I'm trillion. Mm hmm. All right, we got you. We got all, you. Lur all lurkers need to pay up. I'll keep talking amongst yourselves. I'm gonna put that on the screen. Lurkers yeah. pay up. Screen. You need to cash up all of us. You don't even deserve your money if you lurk in. I know I got some lurkers, but you know what I mean. I don't even be active no more like that on social media. I don't know. I'm in this phase, like this space now. Like I know I need to be because, like, what 
we got going on and what I got going on, but that shit don't even be a desire for me to like log into that shit sometimes. I don't know. I feel that. I feel that way too. And then I see that there's an eight year old with twenty million dollars, and I'm like, well, well, damn. I need to find well, a desire. Well, how old? Eight. Oh man. All right, so you mentioned the uh, annoying, uh, well, I wouldn't say maybe annoying, but they, they kind of was rubbing you the wrong way. What What is one of your biggest pet peeves? One of my biggest pet peeves? Yeah. Oh, God, I have too many. All right, well, what are three of them? <laughs> um, saying, hey, sexy, as a greeting. I know I'm. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. Um, because I know I'm sexy. I'm bored with the. I'm already bored with the conversation. Out of all the stuff I post online, you know, you're gonna say, "Hey, sexy." What about, "Hey, beautiful"? I listen to your podcast. I love it. I've had men come to me that way, and even if I think that they're ugly. That was a fart. No, hell no, nah. you wouldn't. You wouldn't even heard that. It was a fart. You because <laughs> we got the microphones where you don't hear the background noise. So <laughs> no, 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 you, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not you farting. Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, but hey, oh, uh, how a man dresses, his style—that's too. But that could be changed if they're willing, which. Some men I've said I don't like how you're dressed and they're not willing to change, so I gotta be out. Uh, and the grooming. Grooming is a pet peeve to me. Grooming, like, you know, for most heterosexual men or even bisexual men, uh, all you have is your attire and your, you know, your beards and your haircuts. That's what makes y'all, you know, beautiful. Men have the best skin, most beautiful eyelashes because most, God knew most men weren't gonna be wearing fucking Maybelline. So there you go. So if you're not wearing Maybelline and dresses, then you've got your fly style. Again, your beards grooming and, you know, your shape ups and lineups. So that's I look at that shit. And if you look like you're choosing violence, I don't know what I'm going to do with you. Say choosing violence. Huh? You know, so once if you look like you're choosing violence. So y'all. Why you say choosing violence, man? You know, the, the I don't even want to go that deep. Stacks might know what I'd be talking about, though, man. The natural composition of the man, the the hairstyle that is fearful to many that people, the dreads have a deeper meaning. No, I don't mean the dread. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm using that as an example, but the beards and you know what I'm saying? That, That's a clean way to look. Cause there's some there's some locks out here. I haven't seen, thank God. Or if I did, I blocked it out my brain because I love locks. At some point, I think I, in my 40s, I've been saying, like, I really wanted to get locks since I was 14. I just, I think they're beautiful. The men who I've seen with them and women, they keep them clean. I, I just find it beautiful. I love natural hairstyles. So that, this is just a way to keep your hair. And if it okay. looks okay. shitty, I don't want to be seen with you. And I've been in situations where men want to show me off all around you know, wherever we're at, you know, I'm in Jersey, so New Jersey, she's taking me everywhere from here to here to there. Like, I don't want to be seen with you. <laughs> they trying to take you all down the Hudson River. Don't <laughs> <laughs> mean the shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got a cricket sound. Yeah, I don't have the crickets. I just got 
no, 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 not today. So a pretty banana, a pretty banana podcast. What can we expect from Pretty Banana Podcast in the future? And Miss Allie Trillion, what can we expect from you in the future? So from the Pretty Banana Podcast, I want to start having more guests on. Um, I'm I love everyone that's rocking me, with me since day one and just loving my perspective and just listening to me for me. Um, I don't really plan my episodes. I left my window open. I feel like there's a bug. Um, I don't really plan episodes. I just kind of like freestyle rap style. I just go for it bar for bar. Um, so that's dope. But I'm looking forward to having guests on. And you know, having better editing, going live like you guys. That, that water stick or stink? Stink. <laughs> stink. He had a typo. <laughs> is, it, is it stink or is it stink? Choices: be seen with me everywhere in public or stink for two hours. I don't know. Tempting, but um, yeah. Um, I'm in talks to do some things. So I, there's certain things I can't speak on, but I'm definitely excited to have guests on my show and just have more people get to know me and just love me. And, and I hope that I can provide valuable information for them and insight. Oh man, we, 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 we going to continue to support you for show and pretty banana podcast going to support Alan train, the whole brand, all that. You know, you're, you're a 1409 er for life. You know? Yes. 1409 for life. I need some shirts. I'm going to hit y'all on the back for that. Yeah, yeah, okay, we got okay. yeah, we got sure. We about to come out with some with some new ones too with these new. This one, this one on shirts right here. We believe in this, you know what I'm saying? Collaboration over competition. Oh, mm-hmm. I like that, and I like it. Kind of remind me of Scarface too. Yeah, that's what oh, yeah. the white and the red. We went for the white and the red to give it yeah. that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel it. I see the vision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely for sure. For sure, y'all may say y'all follow Allie Trillion you know, on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? That cash app, if I want to hit a cash app, run that cash ass up. I said cash ass. I mean cash app. <laughs> cash ass. Cash ass. Run that cash ass. Damn, I'm about to run that cash. I can't even talk. run that cash app up. And dollar sign, I'm trillion. You know what I'm saying? Like trillion dollars. 1409 game. I'm rocking with y'all. Hey, hey yo. yo. Miss Trillion, we asked you a lot of questions. But we, we can't get out of here without asking her the question of the day. I yeah. want to ask the question of the day, man, because I heard some. Nah, it ain't nothing crazy. We we, we <laughs> The bold, boisterous, and blunt, you know what I'm saying, you know. But uh, I heard some shit today, like some news, you know. I don't know how true it is. I ain't really did research on it. But my question of today is, it's been a big topic. We talked about it a couple of times on the show. But. How do y'all feel about the vaccine? Um, I don't think it's a vaccine. I think they should call it a shot, and I think they should call it an experiment. Um, vaccines provide immunity to a disease, and the fact that you can get the COVID vaccine and still catch COVID doesn't make it a vaccine. When we were in school, we got vaccines, so we didn't get certain diseases, and we still have not caught any of those diseases, or if anyone has, it's very, very low. And I'm not a doctor, but if you Google vaccine, it means you have immunity. And um, I got certain shots when I was going growing up and going to school, hepatitis being one of them that most of us have got, and none of us have got hepatitis because of the vaccine. So yeah, uh, COVID vaccine, I just wouldn't call it a vaccine. Um, I'm not getting it. 
my son is not getting it. And I feel like if I have to get it, I, I hope at that point I'm an old, old lady and I'm going to die soon because it, it doesn't prevent anything. If it did, I would be lining up with the American flag for that shit. But that's how I feel. Katie? You know how I feel, man. I'm still standing on how, how I always feel. Let, 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 let the new listeners know, man. I'm not I'm not a fan of the vaccine either, so you know what I'm saying. Um I'm against it, you know what I'm saying? But if it starts messing with my income and things like that, I might have to, you know what I'm saying. And that's what money. they're doing, so you can might yeah. add to it. Make some shit happen or be subject to frequent testing, which I might go with the frequent testing. <laughs> be a sugar baby. Be a sugar baby. Yeah, so that that's basically what had happened. You know what I'm saying? It was uh talked about how it could possibly infect my income. And then I heard uh someone talking about today how the COVID, the new vaccine or the, the second shot has already killed like 43,000 Americans or some shit like that. I don't, don't quote me. I heard this today in passing and talking. So it, it kind of like just sparked my mind to thinking because at one point I was never a fan of the, the vaccine, but at one point I was actually thinking like, I should just do this shit to the, you know what I'm saying? Being at my background, I'm in the military. They don't inject me with all, you know what I'm saying? I've been in the military. They don't inject me with all kind of vaccines and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I was kind of like thinking and weighing it out and was kind of almost leaning towards, I'm going to just go ahead and get this shit out the way. But today, uh, you know what I'm saying? I heard it killed like 43,000. And it's a number that they're putting under the under you know what i'm saying trying to hide or trying to mask and it's not been the first time or the only time that they've been masking numbers with covid or the covid vaccine so that's that's my question of the day because i thought about that shit again and i was like i ain't taking that motherfucker like it is what it is you know what i'm saying at the end of the day it's gonna be what it is so and, and she uh ali she mentioned uh that it's an experiment. So if you think back like a few decades ago, they had an experiment on the black man called the Tuskegee experiment. And they was yes. giving us something, but it ended up being syphilis. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, you say an experiment. So that made me think about it could be something right. else. You know? Yeah, our people need to be done with being experiments. There's a lot of black millionaires and billionaires being born in, in this pandemic. And we're just gonna have to rely on each other and have each other's back more than ever. So that's all I gotta say about that. Well, we got another question in here. Damn, we clicked at the same time. <laughs> we clicked it at the same time. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, yeah, was it scandalous? No, 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 no. no we'll <laughs> wifey in the comments with a question. How do you guys feel about them saying it will stop you from dying with the vaccine? It's not a vaccine, though. That's that's my answer. Like, it's not a vaccine. It's a shot. Nothing's going to stop anyone from dying. It, here is my thing, man. Like, But do what you need to do. Yeah, at, at the end of the day, do what you need to do. But, man, the government is so scandalous. Like, Listen, oh, I'm triggered. 
I'm triggered. <laughs> so I start, I recently started day trading and dabbling with stocks in the stock market. Okay. Cause I want to fill up a tub of money. I want to get butt naked and go inside of it. Okay. So there's that. But, um, Moderna was on the stock market. Okay. In 2019. And it was selling for like $10 a share. Did I not tell you about this, KT? $10! Remember the group message? You know how much it, it was today? What, how much? 353 or something? 420. Oh, 120. So enjoy, enjoy your shot. Enjoy your shot while people suffer and die. Sheesh. I told, bro. So. Quick background, how 1409, the name of our podcast came about, you know what I'm saying? We're a group of brothers from another mother, you know what I'm saying? We just been... Another father, too. <laughs> another father, yeah. We just been close friends, but we, we feel like we're brothers. And it was an address that was 1409 that we used to live in. And we always had intellectual conversations and built, like, you know, talked about intellectual things and just building to be better versions of ourselves in that environment so we wanted to bring that you know the type of environment to the world so we called the podcast 14 but we got a group message we still keep in contact with each other and i said that i was like bro moderna like if you look up the history of moderna they have never listen i want everybody to hear this they have never successfully been able to pass like the regulations to be able to administer a fucking vaccine right covid comes around uh, was it Pfizer? Pfizer was like 90% that you won't get the vaccine. And then Moderna was like, it's a 94, 95% chance. The CDC or whoever, all these like three letter government names, you know how they do, pass uh, Moderna to actually administer the fucking vaccine. And I was like, bro, it's a good time to invest in Moderna. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to shimmy a little bit, but it's a good time. To invest in Moderna because you know what I'm saying the vaccine is gonna go crazy. The government is gonna start putting mandates. More people are gonna start taking it. Like they're gonna make it to where it, it's like a shortage. Air quotes around shortage of the vaccine. Mm -hmm. People are gonna like, request it more because that's like the the biggest trick. Like uh, human nature is to want something when you feel like it's scarce or it's rare, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So by them like making this big statement that there's no more vaccines in your state, like we in two different states. How many states heard that? I know South Carolina, we, well, we in three different states right now at this moment, but South Carolina was, there are no more vaccines. Like, bro, get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, How is no more vaccines? You know what I'm saying? And people like falling for it. Oh, it ain't no. Let me go get mine while I can. They they just stocked up again on the second round. I'm gonna go through these little drive-in, these drive-in line. Like, bro, like, how are you comfortable with going through a drive-in line, getting a fucking vaccine for one? Like, this this is what get me. Like, bro, like I don't know how they doing it in the state y'all in right now, but in South Carolina, bro, they literally like set up pop-up tents, like a fucking camping tent that you would buy. Set up like two or three of those. And you drive through this motherfucker and they stick you in your... You don't even get out your fucking car. <laughs> like, they stick you in your arm and they be like, all right, go park over there. We'll come check over you, check on you in like 20 minutes. Like, That's bro, I'm not taking that shit. Like, what the fuck? 
That's how they's doing it with the COVID test. Like you got it's a parking garage, like where I was going to get the COVID test. You go through there, you drive through and get the COVID test and shit like that. So I, I've seen similar situations. But like, for a vaccine, though. I've, I've, like, I've, you hear how you're talking? I just want to say really quick to circle back to something we mentioned. That mindset is the kind of mindset you want to build with. I don't know your your income. It doesn't even matter. But that, most men don't don't have that intelligence. You you invest and spend your time with intelligence. That's all I want to say. And shout out to Stacks. I wasn't sure if that was my boy. What's good? I love him. He's the best. He's one of the most smartest guys I know. So there you go. I saw him dropping some knowledge early in them. Comments. I wasn't sure. I was like, wait, is that you? And it is. So hey, thank you for tuning in. He's so intelligent. He's he's the kind of person we'll talk later. You definitely he's an he's an asset for sure. For sure, for sure. We appreciate <laughs> you tuning in, Stacks. Man, I heard you say you wanted to get on. Hey man. You know what I'm saying? We can get he's you. He's helping on. me fix he's, my credit, y'all. Yeah, he said he I was gonna say that. He said he's a credit guy. So we definitely, you know what I'm saying, want your input and your expertise, man. You know what I'm saying? We can get you on the show, bro. That would yeah. be amazing. He is so intelligent. And we're going to send you the link. Well, I don't know where to send the link to. And we got to find your Instagram. Hey, man, hey, man, if you got an IG, man, just go he to He doesn't 14. have IG. Can I uh, give you your info? I'm, I'm going to send you the link again, and then you can. Uh, yeah, send it to him, bro. We, we definitely want to get you on, bro. He would be so fun to have on. I, I just need you the link, so you send that to him at your earliest convenience. You know? he, 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 he told me he camera shy. <laughs> <laughs> right. was, you know what's funny? No, he said that to me, so I was like, all right, cool. Uh, he came over, we did something like a kind of like this on this other app, and he was fine. You were fine, you're very you? natural. Don't think about it. You just bullshit about being camera shy, but then. <laughs> Hey man, we 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 break the ice before the show anyway, man. We don't just like get on here and go live. We have a yeah. little a little powwow before the show, break yeah. the ice. Get yeah, the, we you gotta know make, sure, make sure you sit together before we go live. You know, you so. know what I'm saying? We we ain't gonna have you on here, you know. Yeah, gonna we gonna, you gonna be sipping. It's gonna be fun. We got we get everything together before we go live. We gotta make sure the audio and video is on point. Cause you know, she got the ring light, she got the down drop and everything. She knows. You already know what to do. Yeah, he could come to my house. I'll put the black backdrop so he feel like, you know. He want, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, we got question of the day out of the way. Now we got to get into that this or that. This or that. All right. Pretty bananas or pretty eggplants? <laughs> what you say? Banana. Uh, all right. So I see where you at with it. You like the curve. All right. So what, what, what else we got? What else we got? What else we got here? You know, uh, New Jersey or New York? <laughs> New Jersey, respectfully. New Jersey, respectfully. Yeah, all they right, got so much uh, shit going on right now in New York. Talking about the key to the city. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you you said you experienced down south you know what i'm saying i'm gonna be down south or up north up north okay 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 um we freestyle it so if you have any you want to throw in feel free 
this is for everybody. If you if you watching right now, type them in the comments. We'll definitely put them up, and we'll participate in your this or that. So yeah, we freestyle a whole there. episode. We freestyle a whole episode. So anything we said, we didn't plan it. Except this or that today. But he freestyled a question of the day too. But you know. Don't tell people that, man. I can't prepare with that question of the day. No. <laughs> uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I'll try to think of this or that too. Champagne or wine? Ooh, champagne. See, I was in my wine mode lately. You feel me? Like I, I, I had my share of the champagne, but I like to get me a, you know, what I'm saying a cool little red, semi sweet. And I like chill. wine on the daily, but. For one time, I would choose champagne. I always drink champagne in restaurants. I got one for you. Good money with bad conversation or less money with good conversation? Mm, that's a good one. The first one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could take the money and we could be friends. <laughs> Hip-hop or oh. R&B? We got, we got one in the comments. Hip-hop. That's tough. That's tough. What? That's tough. I, I, I gotta go with, I probably gotta go with R and B. It's hip hop for me. <sighs> Man. Yeah. Shout True. out to D Rap. You know what I'm saying? Listen, the, the godfather of hip hop. Listen, Miss Allie. I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but you don't know anything about music if you say hip hop. Hip hop is a derivative of several genres of music. R&B and the blues being one of them. So I got to go with R&B. Well, it didn't say the blues or R&B. So whatever. Rhythm and blues. That is, That's what R&B that stands for. Rhythm and blues. I don't know that. I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> I'm not an a and R. I just push play and I, and I shake my ass. Okay. Can I get some credit? We can take a shot for your credit. <laughs> <laughs> My, my cup empty. I gotta pull some more in there of this unknown drink. You know? Listen, Stacks done called me out, so I'm gonna just drink what's in my cup. I ain't gonna use the shot cup this time. He said you had one third of a shot. Yeah, you know, he, he was coming for me. But he said you had 33.33333. That's a big ass shot glass, though. Three, and now three. that I saw it, mm. it looked like uh, pink lemonade. It does. What's, what's what's in that? Is that tequila? So my drink of choice is typically Jack Daniels, but I didn't want to go so hard. Um, this is uh, a cosmopolitan. So it's vodka, triple sec, elderberry, and other other motherfuckers. I ha I had that brand before the uh it's really good. No, the one that I had was nasty as fuck. It's still in the bottle. It <laughs> was like I don't know what this is. It's some 90 proof whiskey. I don't know the name of it. I don't remember. But this is 90, some 90 proof whiskey. Some shit. Hold that up, man. Tell them where you got that from, bro. Tell them where you got that from. I see, I see what you're doing now. Where you got that from? from? Where you got that from? This one? Yeah. I got two of them or three of them. I got I got one from you. I got one from Andy. Okay, okay. So I, I think this is the one from Andy. Oh man! All right, let's call Andy. Now we gotta call Andy. You hurt my feelings. I thought that was the one for me because I didn't know everybody else bought you one. You know, what oh, she bought it. I won it. I won it. Oh, you won it. Now he knows. 
I bought no, I, like that, that's my bro. We we buy each other gifts, you know what I'm saying? Like we really bro. So I bought him a a a, dis, a discanter and some um glasses, you know what I'm saying? And these are some classy guys, y'all. No, nah, you know what I'm saying? We just be chilling, you know what I'm saying? We cool, kind of lit, you know what I'm saying? Every now and then, probably I might have a suit on at this uh 2021 wealth workshop, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming in that motherfucker in some jeans. I'm coming there. I might have to come with a suit on, especially. I'm gonna tell you, but look, let me tell you I something, man. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna wear no tie though. It's too, it'd be too hot for that. But I'm gonna have the suit on. Look, Trillion, you smirk, but what I have learned, wealth doesn't look like what we picture wealth to be. No, so that's a fact. I'm going to come in there in some jeans because it's not what they're going to picture. But I'm going to be in that motherfucker with some jeans. I'm probably going to wear some Jordan 1s. Going with some boot cut jeans. Nah, hell no. Ain't no boot cut jeans around here now. You know what I'm saying? Just look nice, okay? You know, like. I'm going to look like a thug, purposely. Look respectable. Represent the culture. For the culture. Yeah, I'm representing the culture. Are you you hearing it? Is he still here? Don't let this man look just like. I'm gonna represent the culture because what a lot of people feel, a lot of thugs, air quotes around thugs, looking like people are more wealthy than these motherfuckers that be, you know what I'm saying, that dressed apart. So I'm gonna come there looking like air quotes a thug. I'm gonna have my jeans on, I'm gonna have my Jordan, my 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 Jordan ones on, a fitted. I'm gonna have a fitted turn to the back, you know. <laughs> Gold chain, you're gonna have the grills on the bottom. Yeah, I'm gonna have a gold. No, don't make me put the bottoms in. I may put the bottoms in. I'm gonna have a gold chain on, but put the bottom, put the bottoms in. I ain't got no bottoms in. No, no, no. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I won't do that. Hey, all right, this or that <laughs> a dude that looks like a thug, but the money is good or less money, but he carries himself a little different. clean cut, clean cut. The thug. Hey, one time for the thugs, one time for the thugs. <laughs> you say they don't they don't let the GDs in the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, facts, facts, stacks. You know what I'm saying? I, I I'm a I'm an artist and I made a song, and one of my verses were no matter how upscale you are, you'll be a nigger regardless. Mm-hmm. I just had to share that because of what Stack said right there, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we can bring him in there on the uh, after the show, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, saying. man. Stick around, Stack. We might send you a link, man. Let's powwow. That'd be dope. Now, Ali got send the link because we ain't got. Yeah, oh, you yeah, said that. You said that link, but send him that. Send him that uh streamyard link, man. After the show, we come in here. We chop powwow, up. man. Right. I want to meet you, Stacks, man. You've been very. Very, very, you know what I'm saying? Shit, we should have had him call in. That's my friend. That's my friend. We could have had him call in. We could have had him Yeah, we could have had you call in, Stacks. Stacks, you say you camera shy. You phone shy, too? I didn't know he was going to be here the whole time. Uh, You're the best. I wish I could say your real name, but I love you and you're the best. You want to do it like this, you can call in 917-524-6392. And have your liquor ready, because you're talking about my shot. Honey, I know you got more honey, y'all. You got something here. You'll be live on the show. Your voice, <laughs> be sure. your voice will be live. Like, oh, he's here. Jump on. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> so you gotta turn a Put a shirt on. Put a shirt on. Oh, and no. You on. Can, are you talking about the after show? You can come on after show. It don't matter. Yeah, oh, okay. After show. Yeah, you can jump on. Yeah, you know. 
Hey, Miss Miss Allie Trillion, go ahead and plug in anything you want to plug in or that you haven't plugged in that you want to plug in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I just want to say, you know, follow me on Instagram, Allie Trillion. You know, listen to my podcast, Pretty Banana. It's on Spotify, Apple, Google. And yeah, if you are feeling like you have something amazing happening in your life and you have no one to share it with, DM me. I'm, I'm not a hater. You know, often when we're accomplishing things and excelling and achieving uh, uh, more in our careers, sometimes our family and friends don't support. And, I, and I'm that girl. I'm a girl's girl. I, l- I love to hear people's success. And yeah, hit me up. Oh, really? Hey, follow, hey. follow this young lady. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you make sure y'all run up that cash app. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I am trillion. We troll. I told you, look, we troll a little bit. We both wash your blood. That's your cash out for real, though. That's your real cash out, though, right? I'm trillion. Yeah. All right. So. My phone at? Oh, my phone in the other room. I got you after the show. You. I'm gonna donate. Hey, man, don't don't. Hey. You know something though? I I forgot to say this because I'm actually waiting for the designer to bring me uh the updated version of the file for my pretty banana um like apparel and stuff for people who like my podcast i actually have a bag here hold on yeah that's what i meant to say too you got the merch you got the merch yeah show the merch yeah but what i want to do is so i started my yeah i started my son uh, a business he has an llc and um, i have to set up his bank account and stuff but i really want to take a portion of the money that i get from my bags or honestly any money that people give me because sometimes on clubhouse people send me money and i want to save it and, and and help kids go on trips like you know i grew up in this hood ass school we could barely go on trips because the school couldn't afford it or the other parents couldn't afford to put money in it so i want to send kids to do stuff like you know we learn how to love people by experiencing people who don't look like us that's why i say travel and try new foods and you know, kids are so amazing and, and beautiful. And, you know, it would just be great to see a bunch of well, any age, like, you know, middle school, elementary school, even high school, experience something that they can't currently experience because either money or the pandemic or whatever the case is. So I have that in mind, but I don't know a charity that does that. So I figure, let me just start my own because I know what I'm going to do with the money and I can trust yeah. myself. So I was just about to say that. Go ahead yeah. And that nonprofit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, for, for, what is it? 503? 50, no. 501c3. Yeah. So that's what it's probably going to be. Um, I have to convert it because I, I started it. Not like that. But. Hey, speaking of 5013c, you know most churches are under 5013c? I do. Uh, that's just that's another life. hour and a half. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother. We're supposed to be closing the show, but you know, I just feel like I should drop that knowledge. That's a yeah. whole nother hour and a half. Yeah, they don't, yeah. FBI 5013C. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Correlate together. Mm-hmm. Faith, faith initiative. 5013. You know, hey, bro, close out the show, man. Because here I am going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. You know, you can follow us, 1409 Podcast on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. We don't have IG, so mm-hmm. we gotta get him IG. And see, I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking no, to everybody. no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, 149 podcast everywhere. Just Google 1409 podcast and all the shit will come up. You know what I'm saying? 2021 Wealth Workshop, August 27th, August 28th in Houston or virtual. If you're not nowhere near Houston or not going to be nowhere near Houston, go ahead and cop the virtual tickets because it's going to be 
it's gonna be a significant event. You know what I'm saying? So early early bird tickets selling out fast. Well, we got like two left, right? Two oh, early bird tickets left. If you coming in person, man, right. get them early bird tickets right yeah, now. Cool. This shit, this shit's going crazy. But yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get virtual because I will not be in. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Virtual work. We 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 good with the virtual aspect. We know how to get that audio and video on point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we're gonna send that timeline out so you ain't just sitting there all day waiting on the next thing. You know what I'm saying? So you know what I'm saying? Since we ain't feeding it, you can take your breaks while you at home. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, this is a love language. I need it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically I'll tap in with that. And we have a directory for podcasts, photographers, and videographers at thegeminimedia.com. If you want to be added to the directory, just head to thegeminimedia.com and you can mm-hmm. get information because we can't put you on directory without the information. And it doesn't cost it doesn't cost anything to get added to the directory. You just get added to the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For now. But, collaboration of competition. Yeah, collaboration of content. But and one day the price going it's gonna be a price. But right now there's no price. So just just keep that in mind. Anybody listening or hearing this or watching us right now, make sure you shop with Express Clothing. I'm an ambassador for Express Clothing. So make sure y'all shop. Don't get your swag together, man. Express <laughs> how to put that shit together <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's that. Follow me on Instagram, eight four three ambassador. Yes, follow them right now. For sure. No. Y'all know what y'all know what to tap in with me, your boy Guala Me Swirl, man. Music screaming on all the screaming platforms. Guala Me Swirl. IG at Guala Me Swirl. You know what I'm saying? Artist, engineer, producer, man. Hit me up if you need any insight, any advice on what to do, man. And coming up, man. I'm I'm a, my boy KT told me this, so I guess I'm gonna have to do it, man. Start like you know what I'm saying? Doing tutorials of like basic beat making techniques. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you need that shit, just hit me up, man. I'll get you right. <laughs> I'll get you right. You know what I'm saying? Make you a better beat maker overnight for real, for real. No cap. You know what I'm saying? Make you a better man too. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Shout out to Miss Alitrian for coming through. You know, oh, yeah. and you brought that good energy. You're a very good energy type of person, and that's what we like to have on the 1409 podcast. And we love to have you again and again yeah. and again. Woo! You know, we love to, we love to have you. Like I said earlier, man, you a 1409er for life. Thank you, thank you. Y'all are amazing. I mean, y'all really took a risk. We just met, and you know, the vibe is good. So you got to go with your gut, and I'm so happy that you guys are having me. Take risks and prosper, you know what I'm saying? True. Yeah. It's the 1409 podcast. And we out. Peace. to get the rest of it.